Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Black Women Amplified, the podcast. Your host, Monica Wisdom Tyson, brings you downloadable conversations that matter to women around the globe. We discuss all things black girl magic, amplify our voices, and transform our challenges into triumphs. Monica calls on her league of extraordinary women to push our boundaries, share their expertise, and stories of personal transformation. Welcome your host of Black Women Amplified, Monica Wisdom Tyson. Hello, ladies and the men who love us. Welcome to the Black Women Amplified podcast. I am so excited to be with you today. I am Monica Wisdom, your host and the founder and curator of BlackWomenAmplified.com. Yes, we have a podcast and I am so excited to be here with you today and every day. First thing I want you to do is sign up for our email list. Our email list is all Black Women Amplified podcast information. We will be sending you treasures and treats surrounding the podcast tips, show notes. I'll answer your questions. I'll take suggestions all through our lovely email list. So you can go to podcast.blackwomenamplified.com. You simply sign up and it'll put you on the list. Listen to our welcome audio and enjoy. Now, our first show initially was going to be an introduction show, but I was watching the Instagram and Ayala Van Zant, she's having, you know, she's having her final season of Fix Your Life. And so there was a quote or a, a segment and the women were talking about how they don't trust the relationship. I'm sorry, not the relationship, but the leadership of men that they date. And what was so fascinating is even though it was about self-help, the dating part, and I don't know what, what context it was in the show, because when I saw the segment, I, had, I, I haven't watched the show, but I found it compelling because her response was when they said they couldn't trust the leadership of men was, then how could you sleep with them then? And then she says, it's time to up your wattage. And that piece was like, <gasps> You know, it sounded like it sounded like the wind just rushed through my brain. Like, if you don't trust his leadership, then why are you sleeping with him? I was like, I got to do a show about that. I said, I need to go deeper into that because that's a whole conversation. Just those few sentences is like literally a whole conversation. So I'm hyped about this. I'm hyped about it, hyped about it, hyped about it. Because I think as women, we disconnect our body from our mind, from our heart. Because in order for you to sleep with someone and not be connected to them, there's something else going on. Now, I am not a Yala Van Zandt. I am not a psychologist. I am not a therapist. I just want to examine the idea of this. I have worked with women for years and very rarely do Black women have intimacy conversations. And I think that this is really, really an intimacy intimacy conversation. So I took some notes. I'm going to be reading from my notes and I'm going to have the conversation because I really want to examine the idea of 
laying down with somebody that you don't trust and not where that comes from, but just the mere idea of it. So to say that you don't trust him, but you're laying down with him anyway, or your partner, whoever it is, my question is, do you trust yourself? That's a deep question. And at the end of the day, no one's going to love you more than you love yourself. And you and we, when we lay down with someone, have sex with someone, we're literally opening ourselves up to that person. So when you're literally opening yourself up to that person, why do we continue to open our legs, but our hearts are not open? Our minds are not open. Our intellect is not open. So we have to really understand that the men who we don't open our minds, our intellect, our intimacies up to, and our hearts up to, don't deserve what's between our legs. And I know a lot of y'all call the pussy or a vagina. Yes, I cuss. I should have said that before, but yes, I cuss sometimes. But I call it our temple. And the reason that I call it our temple is because, hello, magic happens down there, right? We create life down there. We have the ability to stretch and and constrict and create pleasure and harmony and healing down there. So what is that but a temple? The fact that we can bring life through our bodies? Like, why give that away? And I'm not judging anybody. I'm really not. I'm just really asking us to ask ourselves those questions. Because at the end of the day, we cannot continue to use sex for a place of hope. Because oftentimes we find ourselves in an intimate relationship with a man. And I'm going to use intimate instead of sexual. Because sexuality is a part of intimacy. Because we're hoping for something else to happen. We're hoping that he will love us. We're hoping that he will care for us. We're hoping that he will complete us. And we hope that he will treasure us. And this dynamic happens whatever the dynamics of your relationship is. Man, woman, 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 all the labels, all the titles in between all the identities in between. I want to make sure that I'm inclusive in this conversation, but I am speaking from the perspective of a Black woman because that is what I am and that is what I know. So in the dynamics of what I understand and what I know from my experience and the women that I have talked to, we live in a lot of hope. We give so much of ourselves and hope that someone will love us. But like I said, at the end of the day, no one's going to love us more than ourselves. So you have to ask the question, is this sexual experience that I'm having with this person fulfilling? And if you're finished and complete and you've, you've had a physical orgasm, are you having an emotional orgasm? Are you having a spiritual orgasm? Are you having something? Are you having a fulfilling experience? And the answers to those questions are no. You have to ask yourself, like Iyanla did, why are you laying down with him? Why are you laying down with that person? If our sexual experience is not freeing, then why are you having it? Because 
not only are you opening up yourself physically, but you're opening yourself up with emotions, spirituality, and a better understanding of who you are. And you might say, oh, Monica, you're being way too deep about this. But at the end of the day, when a man ejaculates inside of you, it's not just the the physical thing that's coming out of him. It's energy. And that energy stays with us. I don't know how many women can say that they don't remember the person that they've had sex with. I don't know how many women can say that. I know I can't. I, I remember everybody I've had sex with. And it could, and it's a memory that's like inside of me, literally. I might not have liked it. It might not have been pleasant, but it's a memory that is inside of me. I might have enjoyed it immensely. But whatever is attached, attached to it, it's there. It's like literally there. And I know I'm coming out the gate real deep. But that segment, I was just like, when she said what she said, what does Yana say? I said what I said. Or is that Nini? When she said, how can you possibly sleep with him then? When she asked that question, I was like, huh, let me go back through my Rolodex and see where I didn't feel fulfilled before, during, and after the sexual act. And you know what? It's, I, when, I, when, I, when I posed the question to myself, I realized that it wasn't, there were people that I was with, and it wasn't, a, I haven't been with a lot of people, but there are people that I, I was with and I had sex with them because I thought it would either make me feel better or make us feel more connected or lead me down the aisle to get married, but none of that ever happened. I'm not going to say I regretted it because I never regret anything. It was an experience and I learned from it. But what I also learned is that I had to take care of me first when it came to being intimate with a guy. I had to understand that I'm the treasure and I possess a place that is worthy of someone who adores me and who loves me and who cares for me, who has me. Whether we're in a committed relationship or not, it has to be a mutual experience on both sides because if it's simply physical and you walk away in some sort of regret or you feel bad about yourself, then you have to make a different decision. But you first have to examine where does that come from? Because it is really a self-worth issue. It becomes an issue of, do I feel worthy to be cared for by a partner I choose to sleep with? Do I understand the importance of my temple? And you want to ask yourself these questions because whatever answer comes up, those are the areas where you want to begin your healing. If it's a self-worth issue, you want to go back to the first time you felt you weren't worthy. If it's a self-love issue, you want to go back to the place where you didn't feel love. If it's a protection issue, you want to go back to the place where you didn't feel protected. Like it's so many things 
And, you know, and, and women want to say that, you know, we're in this whole sexual re- revolution. We can go out and screw like a man. But the distinction is we're not men. We don't think like men. And we shouldn't think like men. And we shouldn't be pressured to think like men. We have to think like women. And with women, our bodies are connected to our emotions. And if there's a disconnect from your body and your emotion, it's one thing if you don't recognize it. And I ask you why. But if you do recognize it and you continue to do it, I ask you why again. And again, I'm not a therapist. I'm just posing questions that I've asked myself. Others have asked themselves. And I invite you to ask yourself. If you are sincerely with someone where you don't trust their leadership, then why are you laying down with him, her, them? Why choose a partner and you don't trust them? If you can't trust them with your cell phone, why do you trust them with your body? Where's your value? And I know this sounds real heavy. <laughs> I'm really not trying to be heavy. But I just think that we, there's got to be a shift in understanding our womanhood. Like we're a whole woman, like we're a whole hood, right? We're not just a snack. We're not just a side piece. We're not just a boss. We're like literally a whole neighborhood as women. We're literally the cook. We're literally the, uh, I don't know what's going on. What is this? My computer has decided to uh, do its own thing today. (laughs) My meditation music just came on. Maybe that's my conclusion music. I'm not going to cut this out. I'm going to leave it in. Okay. Um, I listen to meditation music every night to go to bed to calm my, keep my, keep my stress levels down so I can wake up and be free and easy. But anyway, I guess that was my conclusion music. But I just want to say that, and I say this sidebar, if y'all don't know, I'm on Clubhouse. And I have a group, a club with a couple of ladies that's called the We're Speaking Sisterhood Club. And every Monday at eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time, we do an audio talk show called We're Speaking. So if you're on the clubhouse, find us or find me, Monica Wisdom, follow me or follow the club. You can follow the club and... Come hang out with us on Monday nights. Join the conversation. We share our stage. We want to hear your perspectives. We want to hear your ideas. We want to hear all the things, your stories, your revelations, your epiphanies, your aha moments. So let's get back to the question. Where do you place your value? And it is time, women, it is time, Black women, for us to bet on us and place our value on ourselves. Because you my sister, are worth it. So I want to thank you all for listening. I enjoyed chatting with you. I'm excited that this is episode one. 
I know I came out the park hitting it heavy, but I just felt like this is this is a conversation that is in the lexicon of Black women. And as always, I want to honor Ayala Van Zandt. She is a phenomenal healer, warrior he- healer, as I call her, because she lets, lets us know what's really going on with life. And my very first women's retreat I went to was at her center in uh, Silver Springs, Maryland. And it was right after the first time she was on the Oprah Winfrey show when she that whole thing went down with them. And it was her and her best friend, I think her name was Sherry or Sharice, and they led the whole workshop. And it was my first time being emerged in her healing practices. And I tell you what, it was phenomenal. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know all the things. I didn't, at that time, I didn't know about crystals or sage. I just saw it happening. And I was like a little kid and my eyes were like brightly open. And I was like, what is really going on here? But as I got older, I learned You know, not just from her, but from other phenomenal healers and wisdom women who taught me about meditation and sage and clearings and healings and disconnecting and all the things. So I'll share share more with you all as these podcasts go on. But I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Please hit me up on my Instagram DMs if you have any questions about what I've said. If you want me to go deeper into some things, you can go to the Instagram, Monica Wisdom. You can also visit Black Women Amplified on Facebook. That is our Facebook page. And you can always visit blackwomenamplified.com. That is where I post my blog posts. Mainly it's about the same thing here. Just about ideas I want to explore and conversations I want to have. Because I think as Black women, it's time for us to have the real conversations. So... Love you all. Send you peace, light, and love. And I will see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Black Women Amplified. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and log on to blackwomenamplified.com for more information. Keep shining. Keep shining.